Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may please have your seats. Well, it's always an honor to come back to Jerusalem. This is my Jerusalem. And I said this morning, I feel like the Apostle Paul going back to Jerusalem, having been on the field for a period of time. I don't know this is another so easy time for us, but we'll take consolation from the scripture. The devil is a liar. And we win. Amen. I bring you greetings from the city where God lives. God lives in Ghana. I don't know about Mobile, but God lives in Ghana. Amen. And Jesus lives next door to my house. I talk to him all the time. And God is doing awesome things in the nation of Ghana. We were so privileged to have Susan with us this, this year, last year. And she really blessed our country. And then we were privileged to also have our senior pastor to graduate our first batch of degree students. Hallelujah. And we have two programs right now in our degree programs. We have the associate degree and the bachelor degree. And by the grace of God, when I complete my master's, I will also be pursuing our master's degree program. To the glory of God, we have 17 Bible schools. You have 17 Bible schools. And you have 22 churches in Ghana. 17 Bible schools. Wow. And these are not, you know, youth Bible schools. I mean, some of the guys that come to the Bible school, they're far older than myself. And I'm talking about senior pastors. Pastors that oversee churches. They come to our Bible school. Why? Our Bible school is affordable. And it is convenient. They stay in the comfort of their homes. They don't have to leave their churches to migrate somewhere else for Bible school training. We take the Bible school to them. And that's the blessing. Although we do the traveling, we do the we go through the stress and other things, but they are being blessed. God is being glorified, and that is our joy. Amen. I also want to thank you for my vehicle. I have a, I have a good vehicle right now. And a few years ago, Pastor Scott was in our country, and we were traveling from Accra, and we drove about two to 500 yards, and then we had to break down. Because 2 o'clock in the morning, because the accelerator cable was always snatching out. Some of you don't know what the accelerator cable is. But each time you accelerate and it bounces in a hole, it jumps out. And we will have to stop and find a light and go back and put it back in place. And then we drive on the, and that's how we drove three to four hours. Oh. Well, praise be to God. Amen. Amen. Now I can cruise. I can cruise. Amen. I remember one time. Daddy was over there with us, and we were traveling 8 to 12 hours in the truck without air condition in the African sun. 100 degrees without air condition. And we were traveling to go and plan the Bible school. When he comes to Ghana, it's not holidays, please. Is it holidays? Is it holidays? 
It's not holidays. Amen. But that's where God is, and that's what God has called us to do. And I want to thank you, Life Church. And I want to encourage you. You are on the cutting edge. I see Life Church as God, you know, God strategically positioned Israel so that as people traveled from the north to the east, they would have gone through Israel and they would have heard about the God of Abraham. That was the assignment that God gave to Israel. And I believe God has positioned you that from here, the gospel will reach the world. And the gospel is reaching the world. What? He was there. A pastor came from Nigeria to ask that we take the Bible school to Nigeria. And the doors are also open for us to take the Bible school to South Africa. So we have a lot on hands. But how could we do all this thing without you? With your prayers and your love and your concerns and your Facebook messages. It has really been a blessing for us. God bless you richly. Amen. Amen. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Haggai. I don't know how you call it. Haggai, Agai, or We just laid to rest our precious mother, Mama Pat, my mentor. She was my mentor. She really was my mentor. I spoke to her many times. And sometimes when I call, Papa Braswell will pick the phone. I say, please, can I talk to Mama? And I will hear him telling her on the phone, your African son is calling you. I say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but I want to talk to Mama. Amen. Because, you know, really, Mama Pat had great wisdom. And there were times that she operated in the administrative gift. You know what Pastor Dick would say? Well, you know, let's organize some prayer meeting. Is he around? Okay. Let's pray about it. My would say, let's do it this way. You know, and it really helped me. It helped me a whole great lot. Amen. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we come to your throne of grace. Trimly at the word. We count ourselves not worthy. Our total dependency is on your grace. Speak, O God, for thy servant hear it. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hi, God, in chapter 2. Hi, God, in chapter 2. And this morning, I was blessed. Because what we'll be sharing about, he has already preached it. The other brother already preached it. And the lady that came with a prophetic word, she also confirmed it. <laughs> and the Bible said, out of the mouth of two or three, every word shall be established. Right. Haggai chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. 5 to 9. According to the word, I'm sorry, I'm reading from the King James. According to the word that I covenanted with you, when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remain among you. Fear not. For those said the Lord of hosts, yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth, 
and a sea and a dry land. And I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, said the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 9. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace. Says the Lord of hosts. Now see how many times it is recorded, says the Lord of hosts. Says the Lord of hosts. Says the Lord of hosts. These were not the words of Zerubbabel or Joshua or the prophet. But these were the words that God himself was speaking through a medium called Hagar. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. You know, the Old Testament, I mean, the, the, the Old Testament, we really see God's demonstrative power being displayed. And that's why I love the Old Testament. Because the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So you want to understand the Bible, please trace it back from the Old Testament. There are some who say, well, I'm not in the Old Testament. No, 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 no. Go back to the basis. Go to the Old Testament. But let's look at verse 9. Verse 9, because the time, our time is already gone. Man, whoa, whoa. Verse 9. God said in verse 9, the glory of this latter house shall be greater. The glory... Of this latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. Now, who wants to understand? God is making reference here to two temples the temple that was built by Solomon. You know, Solomon's temples cannot be compared to nothing imaginable. Oh, Solomon Temple in his days, it was the most magnificent building you could think of. It was overlaid with gold. Until when the Queen of Sheba came to see Solomon Temple, she said, Wow! What I heard and what I have come to see, it is greater than what I've heard. And she saw how everything was organized, you know, how his servants were dressed. And the gold and the timbers. She said, wow, this house is great. But that was Solomon's temple. That was Solomon's temple. It was built by hands. But God is making reference here to another temple... That God is saying that the glory of that temple will be greater than the glory of Solomon's temple. Because Solomon's temple, Solomon's temple was a shadow of good things to come. It was not the real temple. 
If you read the account very closely, the Bible says during the dedication of Solomon's temple, the cloud descended and the priest could not even stand. Understand something? The cloud represented the presence of God. But the presence of God was not in the temple. The presence of God descended upon the temple. But there is another temple that God is making reference to. And that temple is a special temple. And God said, that temple, I will fill that temple with my glory. Oh, let's see what temple is, is God making reference to. Who go into the book of 1 Corinthians. Let's see something here. Glory be to God. Because this morning we're going to talk about the glory will be restored. Slap somebody very hard and say, God will restore the glory. Oh, that's what I said. The glory shall be restored. Whoo! That glory that the devil has stolen, it shall be restored. First Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. Let's see the second temple that God is going to restore his glory. Because in the last days, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Children of God, there is going to be a transfer of wealth from the former temple onto this latter temple. Oh, you did not get it. Let me come on this side. This side is too diplomatic. It's too gentle. I say God is going to restore the glory onto this latter temple. If you are that temple, say amen. amen. First Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. See what the Bible says here. Chapter 6 and verse 19. He said, what? That's what my Bible says. What? It means that they didn't understand some things. They may have been saying some funny things. And then he, he said, what? Oh, I love this verse. Right. Do you not know that your body is the latter temple? What? Do you not know that your body is the latter temple? And I'm going to fill the latter temple with the glory that surpasses the glory of the former temple. What? Are you not aware? Don't you know that this temple will be decorated more than the former temple? Oh, listen to me, children of God. We are in time for some big time. We are about to provoke the world. We are about to provoke those who thought that we have come to the end. Because those who thought we have come to the end will be amazed, will be surprised to see that when the glory is being restored. Whoo! You know, you know, oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let's, 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 let's go to, I got it from you, Dad. Let's, let's go to first Peter. Let's go to First Peter. Let's go to First Peter. Who? Chapter five. Hmm. Glory be to God. First Peter, chapter five. Somebody saying, "How would this happen?" I I got news for you. 
First Peter chapter 5. If you are there, say amen. amen. Go me to verse number 10. First Peter chapter 5. And verse number 10. Oh, I love this verse. This is one of my key verses for this year. He said, but the God of all grace. You see that? By the God of what? All grace. All grace. Not some grace. grace. Not some grace. What grace? grace. What grace? All grace. All grace. grace. There's a grace for everything, brother. There's a grace for promotion. There's a grace for increase. There's a grace for healing. There's a grace to have a baby. There's a grace to get married. There's a grace to complete your education. There's a grace for all things. And he is the God of all grace. He is the God of all grace. The God of all grace. I need a new job. He's the God of all grace. I want to increase. He's the God of all grace. And the Bible says, that God, who is the God of all grace, who has called us unto himself. Amen. Uh-oh. Under his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while. Mm. 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 After you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. You know, that's what I always tell people. Don't look at someone today and determines their tomorrow. Your today has no bearings with your tomorrow. Today you may be down. Today you may be an outcast. But it is today. It is now. 24 hours. Today be no more. And the Bible says the God of all grace who has called you unto his eternal glory. After you have suffered and wow. So when you are going through the suffering moment, don't give up. Don't quit. He has not forgotten you. He has not forsaken you. But you must go through the process. You must go through the mill. You must be refined. So that when you come out, you will fulfill his glory. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. So when you are down, don't get discouraged because there is uplifting for you. Soon and very soon, you will rise up once more because the God of all grace, he holds you. But he will allow you to go through the suffering moments. Can't pay your bills. You had to believe God for a full stem. You don't thank God for full stems. I wish I had full stamps. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Can't afford to pay your bills? It's just for a season. It's just for a season. Don't change your confession. 
Don't change your confession. Don't quit. Don't give up. The world out there has no better days. But the church of the living God, future is bright. So if you quit the church, where are you going? The apostle Paul said in the book of Acts, he was on his way to Rome. And the ship ran into some hurricane. And they were trying to jump out of the boat. And the apostle Paul said something. He said, listen to me, sir. Except you abide in the boat, you cannot be saved. The world will frustrate us. The world has nothing to offer. But the God of all grace, who has called you, after you have suffered, don't give up in your suffering moments. Because after every suffering, there is a reward. After every rain, there is a sun. After every downfall, there is a lifting. God will never cause you to remain down. He will raise you up. Glory be to God. Now go me to the book of Genesis. Woo! My, 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 my. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, glory be to God. Child of God, we are serving a faithful God. Please, before you go to the book of Genesis, go me to the book of Rumors. Rumors, Rumors, Rumors. Because of time, I'm, I'm going fast. Because Rumors chapter 5. Rumors chapter 5. Rumors chapter 5. Is this clock correct? Okay, okay. Okay. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. The Lord gave me this verse many years ago to encourage me when I was down one, one time. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 20. But we'll read the B part. Okay, let's just read the whole part of the verse. Romans 5 and verse 20. The Bible says, Moreover, the Lord enter that the offense might abound. But, I love the B part. But where sin abounded, oh, thank you. Where sin abounded, grace. Now you can substitute the word sin for any other thing that you are faced with. It could be poverty. Where poverty abounded, the blessing of the Lord much more abound. Where sin abound, grace. What was the grace for? To cause the righteous to stand, to sustain the righteous, that the righteous will not fall into sin. So where sin abounded, grace surpasses sin. Because grace is of God, and sin is of the devil. Poverty is not of God. It is of the devil. Sickness is not of God. It is of the devil. So where sickness abound, healing must more abound. God will always win. The devil will not win. I say we are on the winning side. So wherever the devil abound, God, God must more abound. So when you are going through your downside, listen to me, there's a grace for your uplifting. And the grace will super abound. Abundant grace. Oh, let's go to the book of Genesis now. 
Now we're coming to preach now. All what I said was my introduction. <laughs> Genesis. Chapter 28. Pastor Scott, you know you preached my sermon this morning. Genesis chapter 28. He said, God will find, God will be where you least expect him to be. Genesis chapter 28. We're going to read from verse 13 downward. This was the time when the man called Jacob was fleeing from his homeland, having croaked his aged father. His father was blind. Father's sight was dim, could not see. And with the help of his mother, he went and stole the blessings from the father. Because his mother told him, say, go and kill the animal and clothe yourself with the animal's skin. And go to your father. And Jacob went to his father with the meal. And then he showed the side of his body where the animal skin was. And his old age father said, The voice sounds like Jacob. But his body feels like Esau. Then Esau got to know what Jacob had done. And Esau vowed to kill Jacob. And the mother said, leave. Go to my brother. And while Jacob was fleeing from his homeland, having crooked his brother of the birthright for gravy and biscuits, <laughs> and then yeah, he back again, have crooked him with some gumbo, Oh man. Uh-uh. And Jacob was fleeing. And in his root, he fell asleep in the wilderness. Night caught up with him. He fell asleep. Come into verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above the ladder and said, I am the Lord. God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereunto thou liest, to thee will I give it to you, and to thy seed. 14. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse 15. And behold, look what God said. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all the places where thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Go to verse 16. And Jacob awoke out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I know not. Each time I read this verse, I see God in a different way. I see God in a different way, child of God. Because from our standpoint, Jacob were to be condemned, right? 
he would be condemned. He's a trickster, a thief, a robber, a no good person. But in the eyes of God, there was something different. That's what I said. No one can determine your tomorrow. No one can judge you by your tomorrow. Because God sees things differently. He said to Samuel, he said, I don't see as man sees. Man sees the outside, but I look upon the heart. So as for this one, I don't see him to be my king. But there is one in the field who is called David. He's ruddy. He has not bathed for some days. Anoint him. I have chosen him. David? David? Read the account. When Samuel went to the house of Jesse, Jesse brought his most intellectual sons and read them before Samuel. God said no. I rejected them. And then Samuel asked Jesse, are these all your sons? If you read the account closely, Jesse even despised David. He said, yes, there's another one. But, he's out with a sheep. He's a shepherd. He smells. I don't think God needs him. He cannot be a king. He's no good. Samuel said, we will not sit until he comes. And then he brought David. And God said to Samuel, he said, anoint him in the midst of his brothers. Hallelujah. God will lift you up in the midst of your brothers. Those who are put to down, God will lift you up in the midst. Their eyes will see your uplifting When God gets ready to promote you, it will not be a hidden thing. The world will see your promotion. And those who have despised you will see the hand of God working in your life, lifting you up. Let them put you down. And just for a season, your days are coming when God will lift you up. Yeah, it's Jacob. Gone to sleep. Dreamed, saw the ladder, and at the top of the ladder, there was God. The grace of God will locate you where you are. The grace of God will find you no matter where you are. But you know, the unique thing about this story we have read, God did not remind Jacob of his past. Read the account. God did not mention nothing about Jacob's past. God began to tell Jacob of his future. Say, so I will bless you. I will bless your sons. This land, you will inherit this land. And your sons will have this land. And you will bless the nation of the earth. And through you, your son. Hey, God, what are you doing? The man had just stolen. You know what? Because grace doesn't remember your past. Grace doesn't remember your past. That's the good thing about grace. Your past is gone. Your sin, your iniquities, I remember no more. So when God gets ready to bless you, he will not think of your past. He will bless you because of grace. The grace of God. God talking to Jacob, a crook. 
said, Jacob, I will be with you. I will not leave you. I will keep you. And I will bring you back to this land because you have a future. My destiny hangs over your head. Children of God, you will fulfill your assignment. You will fulfill your destiny. Let them speak about you. Let them try to put you down. Let men despise you. Let men persecute you. Or you will fulfill your destiny. Because God is the God of all grace. And the God of all grace who has called you unto his eternal glory will keep you. The Lord be with you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord strengthen your hands. When you fall, there will be a lifting. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the blessed Holy Spirit. Amen.